0: Hello and welcome to the Movie Review. I am Simon Pryor, joining me, as ever, are Rich Hatton.
1: I've stopped vomiting.
0: And Antremaine. <laughs> Good evening. Uh, um, I, I, Rather than do what we normally do and just jump straight into it, Um, please do clarify on the, the vomiting thing. How has your week been? Uh,
1: I've probably, <laughs> probably stress vomit.
0: Stress vomit, yeah. yeah.
1: I've been getting out of my system, literally.
0: <laughs> Do you have that feeling when nothing's coming up? Yeah, I did have that yeah. earlier, yeah. Dry was, retching. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's worse. That's probably worse
1: Stomach than being cramp. sick. Um, oh, smelly God. farts as well at the same time. You're, I always get it. I don't know if you guys are when you're being sick and then you fart. And your I, farts I have. Are it's
2: stinky. been that. And then that in that in turn induces more vomiting. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's
0: been that long since I've been sick that um, I can't really comment one way or the other.
1: Yeah. So. But I'm pleased to inform everyone that I'm. Feeling better. I'm on the crab flavored sticks. Not the uh, crab sticks. No, because they don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> I actually buy an actual crab. So apart apart, yeah, apart, apart, put it on apart from
0: sick. apart from the stress and the sick, that that's your your week's been good.
1: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: okay, moving swiftly on. <laughs> Mister Mister Tremaine, how how's your week been? Uh, dull. Yeah. No
2: job. I I was that dull. I went round to someone's house. That's. <laughs> and then, um, which is basically what you've done now yeah, and then got yeah. bored there and went home again and then I've about twice I've been that dull, I've nearly gone to see the new Saw film on my own
0: That <laughs> was that bored that was the theory actually when you turned up a bit late this evening, we thought you might have just gone to see Saw I've gone to see
2: Saw on my hair yeah.
0: <laughs> Now I was, I, was, I was learning Ty
2: Eternal on, on my seven string beauty ah. and I lost track of the time and you've also oh, been no. watching 24 as well I believe you yes, I've been out. watching about four or five episodes today. I think well, that was about four yeah. or five
0: hours gone.
2: Was, the weird thing was, I was. It's yeah. easily
0: done with 24. Yeah, I have to say.
2: The weird thing was, I thought I was an an hour. No, no, I was. I was an hour behind the actual time. Yes, when the,
0: the clocks have gone back as well. Well, no, no. I was. I I started oh. it, so when it was. Did you an PM, episode?
2: No when it was 2pm like real like our time yeah. I was watching the episode that started at 1pm uh, so I was an hour behind the actual clock with a 20
0: minute tea break in between each episode because obviously yeah, each episode is only 40 minutes I had to like pause some episodes yeah. well,
2: while I went out of tea <laughs> all bloody! Hell. when the timer came I was like oh no and, and I lost my, another really uninteresting one I have discovered there's a worse crisis than a terrorist attack ah. losing your tea bag in your cup of tea and I couldn't find the tea bag the, uh, the, it's the biscuit. gone yeah he went in and I lost it I couldn't retrieve it I ran around the house looking for a spoon and I couldn't find it, so I just lost
0: it until I yeah. got to the bottom, and
2: that wasn't pleasant.
0: Well, I can't really claim to have had a massively exciting week. Not not compared to the tea bag uh, oh, no. debacle, the, the, <laughs> but the, the biscuit that's up there is, uh... Yeah, that that's that's you know that's, as, that's as exciting alert. weeks go. That's that's, that's, that's yeah. Defcon two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the biscuit goes in your yeah. tea. That's it. That's terror alert level red. <laughs> that is. That's all hands to the deck on a tea on a, on a, on a, a t- on tea based uh, system. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, apart from the fact that we all went to the pub last night, which was uh, oh yes, which was good live music. Yeah. Apart from uh, they played Kings of Leon twice. No, three times they played. Th- one was song they played Sex on Fire twice and another song. Oh, there was one that was you played through the speakers. Like yeah, it was played through the speakers. Yeah. Awful. All of that. Um, but yeah, I did some overtime at work yesterday, and uh, I went in really early, so we got to the pub and I was knackered. <laughs> but you get paid double time. To, to do uh, overtime at the weekend. Good. So uh, so that's why I did it. It's Christmas money. Oh, lovely. Uh,
1: yes,
0: it's the most so, uh, but apart from that, I've just been uh, been playing uh, Undead Nightmare on Red Dead, um, uh, which has been very nice.
1: When are we going to posse up on
0: that? I don't know. I'm letting you decide.
1: Well, I'm free on most evenings.
0: Just text me and say, would you like to posse up, and I'll say yay or nay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fine. Yeah. They've told you. you uh, I have spoken thus it is written yes uh, but yeah apart from that I've just been just been working generally so coming up with ideas for scripts uh, editing 60 Second Gamer one of our other podcasts which is uh, listen to it yes uh, there'll be more episodes of that coming soon it'd be after the release of this one actually there won't be any 60 Second Gamer for a few weeks uh, after this episode but, um, but yeah they're on the way so I um, right the the first section of the show is films we've seen this week it's pretty much a brand new section so i'll we'll have to come up with a a sting for this aside we <laughs> uh, we haven't recorded it yet um Don't tell so them the, the the s- films we've seen this week I'll, i might as well start off uh i have watched the human centipede uh, this week much to some distaste yeah, well the thing is it's not as bad as you may think no, it's all it's mostly suggestion, and for the most part, it is generic horror movie fare. You know that you've got the evil villain he kidnaps some people.
1: Is he, he German? He is. One no a surprise. He's <laughs> played by Dieter Laser
0: from uh, from Lex. He played uh, Mantrid in Series Two and one episode of Series Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was actually surprisingly good. Two things I learned from watching The Human Centipede. Uh, don't want to be big you don't want to be B which (laughs) is one of the characters he makes originally she was going to be C Mm -hmm. and he makes her B because she tries to escape so that's quite good Um, and two things I learned both about Dieter Laser just from watching this film he looks cool wearing shades Mm -hmm. and he looks cool carrying a gun (laughs) whilst wearing shades (laughs) Uh, but uh, another thing I I thought as well was that the, the police officers in the film they were far too old to be policemen. And but for the most part though, I I did actually really enjoy there was there's nice build ups, uh, a few nice build ups of tension, um where you you know you're not quite sure what's gonna happen but you, you sort of know how it's gonna go anyway. Yeah. And for the most part I think it works, but it's not uh it's not a gory film by any stretch of the imagination. It's more suggestion and it's it's what you go into the film and what you make of it that, that really makes it horrific. Right. So for the most part, I mean I, I did really quite like it. Uh, Thinking about it, you really wouldn't want to be You won't want to be any of them, no. quite frankly. But B is the worst position. Yeah, you don't want to be B because B they the uh, um the Japanese guy who ends up uh, being the front of the human centipede. My other question as well is why oh why oh why does he want to create a human centipede? Cause he's what is the point? Because he's German. Apart from that, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Very. Ill. Just it. I mean, he originally before he created a human centipede, he created um, a dog centipede, oh. which is <laughs> okay. mentioned. And there's a there's a very brief photo of it in a grave of the um, of the the three dog centipede. Oh my god! So um, <laughs> a bit weird. How
2: many were in the human one? Then? Three.
0: But okay. in in the, this se- the second in, in the, the second film, uh, I think it's full sequence, because uh, it's a called cool, subtitle the first sequence, and then the full sequence it's going to be twelve. Ooh, twelve. Wow. But it's going to be a completely different mad scientist. So oh, I'm okay. interested yeah. to see where they go from that. But again, it's, it's it's mostly all in your head, and it's 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 actually as as um as films go, it's really low budget. Cause there's only like two locations in the entire film. There's mm-hmm. this um, Dr. Heiter's. Laboratory in, in his house, pretty much, and all upstairs there, and a hotel room, and Fair that's right. it. Are they still alive
2: when they're so together?
0: Yes, oh. they're still alive in, throughout the entire film, and I won't spoil the end, but it mm. it does go off in some directions that you don't expect. Well, you got. They, but at the same try time, try to escape at the same time, waddling off together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> waddling so together. <laughs> the, the, the I mean, I'm I, hopefully I'm not spoiling this too much if you haven't seen it or are planning to see it, but. There's a sequence towards the end where the human centipede uh, attack, because I mean obviously they've all got their own minds, but the the guy the Japanese guy at the front is obviously really angry, uh-huh. so he basically uh, does away with Dr. Heiter temporarily speaking. They've got to get up this spiral staircase, <laughs> and again it's it's more what you Sounds make of like it in black your own comedy head comedy than anything else. It, oh, it's it's gruesome stuff, and I can see why some sensitive souls. Uh, wouldn't get on with it, but uh, I, I, I didn't really have much of an issue with it. I mean, I'm when I was younger, I used to have so much trouble watching horror films. And I got to university, and there's, there's like a switch flicks in my head, and but, I can watch them now. It's weird. Because I've got to understand how people get grossed out by Saw. I don't find it I, I can see, again, I can understand where sensitive people get grossed out mm. by it, but then why are they watching it in the first place? Well, exactly. They know how they're going to react to it's it. It's like, so why do
2: people go and see Paranormal Activity 2 when they know they're going to, like, Exactly. So why do they go and watch it? Because my sister went and watched it, and she I mean, said, "If, she if you're needed, going into it, out
0: crying. if you're going into it and you're going to enjoy being scared, then fair enough, because that's the whole point of it. If you're yeah. going to come out and actually be mortified and you know, completely fearing for you, your own existence, then what's There's no point at well, all. Yeah, that's what most people. That's did. why I don't go on roller coasters. That's why most I people did. Yeah, and me.
2: That's why most people did when they came out of paranormal activity. Apparently. A lot of people came out very pale and yeah. shaky. It's not that scary. The first one wasn't scary at all just made me jump like again in your opinion Wow, well, yeah and I was watching on Surround so Sound in a reclining chair that when it made me jump the chair reclined back <laughs> up again which <laughs> was a bit 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 frightening
0: yeah but uh, yeah hum- Human Sin Speed I, I, I quite liked and I recommend it if you're a horror fan <laughs> um, but uh, yeah and the, the other film I've watched uh, this week is Jonah Hex dear oh dear what on earth happened there
1: <laughs> I don't even think I'm Jonah Hex no, Jonah I, Hex no. I'll, I'll summarize Is it, a it for
0: No, it's it's based on a comic book. Oh,
1: that's a
0: surprise. Uh basically it's it's uh, an adaptation of a, a rather well-established comic book. Now, I myself I uh, I know Jonah Hex the character has been around for about 30 or 40 years I think. It's a DC Comics line. Right. And he used to be part of the main DC Comics uh continuity but over the last 4 or 5 years there's been a uh, Jonah Hex comic that's that I've been buying since issue one. I think it's on about issue 60 or so at the moment. And that puts it more in the realms of its own continuity. I mean, you've still got Gotham City mentioned here and there, and it's set in the, the 1800s, and there's a certain fantasy element to it as well, which is... It's not uh, overindulged upon. It's sort of like a subtle thing, which is the complete opposite of the Jonah Hex movie. Uh, now, not um, only not only does the film run for a mere 80 minutes including credits it's um, Megan Fox completely pointless superfluous to the plot entirely no point whatsoever and a lot her, like- her, her, well her sole purpose is to turn up at various points in the film and then get kidnapped at the end a lot like transformers too yeah pretty much, much yep, point of being exactly and, and uh, the, I mean the, the only Real selling point for me is the fact that the the actors themselves, apart from Megan Fox, all seem to be enjoying themselves <laughs> so i mean you've, you've got uh, jo- Josh Berlin, who's obviously fantastic, Michael Fassbender, who plays an Irish chap uh, John Malkovich is relishing the uh, the evil villain role, which you know, obviously most people do, and he's not a British actor playing a, a villain, which oh. is uh a you know, mm. change. Um, basically, they've adapted the comic, book they've taken a few elements from the comic book. But for the re- most part, the rest of it, the story doesn't make sense. It's I mean, it's a general revenge plot. But I mean, you've got like uh, guns that fire sticks of dynamite that blow up when when you get shot, sort of thing. Stupid stuff. Um, it, the the supernatural element, Jonah Hex, which isn't really explained in the film at all. Jonah Hex can talk to the dead. If he touches a dead body, it basically comes back from hell or the afterlife and, uh, and can have a conversation with him. He's oh, so, yeah. <laughs> like but, a bit
1: of a better version of Miles from Lost.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the glove from Torchwood. Yeah, basically it's uh, along those lines. But it's, it's terribly done and Jonah Hex doesn't have supernatural powers in the comic book. And he's just a bounty hunter. And the only bounty hunting he does in this film is right at the very start and things blow up. That. So if you've got ADD, then this film's fantastic for you. You can whiz through it. You don't care about the plot. Big, pretty explosions. Megan Fox running around in Michael Bay, thing. Much so. Yeah, <laughs> if you're Michael <laughs> but Bay. But at you're the same time, to. the director's made done what he can with the material that was given to him. So I can't really blame the director for what he's got. I mean, he, he's got what he can out of Megan Fox, but I mean, there's only so so much she can get yeah. from from a, an acting perspective. Uh, but. Generally speaking, if you're a fan of the Jonah Hex comic book, which I am, then you're best avoiding it, to be honest. Um, yeah, just don't. Shite. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ant, <laughs> you're next. Oh, I was just te- and Manhattan as well.
2: You've seen this as well. I've seen yeah. this. Well. Well, this. X Men, Origins, Wolverine. Oh, not pointless. Pointless. I've not seen it recently, but. A terrible, pointless sequel that doesn't prequel. even. Prequel, sorry. That doesn't even. It's like they they put all these like backstory bits in in X Men Two for those who have seen it, and then you see the same sequence again
0: in Wolverine, but they've reshot it, so yeah. it's
2: completely
0: different to how it actually happens my, in the second one. My problem, the best thing for me about the Wolverine film was the intro sequence where you see him on the like the, the Normandy beaches, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was expecting a much again. I, I've read the original comics. So I was expecting, uh, rather foolishly expecting something along those lines. Yeah. And in the end, all the good bits are in the intro montage. Yeah. And then you get this wishy-washy story and, uh, and Deadpool was done wrong as well. Is that the one at the, With the end? With the swords, yeah. He's getting his own film that's coming out next year, oh, I oh think. Sandgrove's playing him, but but they're then ignoring the Wolverine film entirely and actually making him his own character now the the Deadpool character in the comics genius, he breaks the fourth wall all the time Uh for example um, and he quotes films a lot as well so for example the the issue I've just read I mean it's from a couple of years ago because I read the UK reprints but the the issue I've just read he he gets a machine gun off his back and he goes ho 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 now I have a machine gun <laughs> and that just cracked me up I almost took a picture of it and sent it to you but I thought, no. With, with, with no context to it you'd just be like uh, no. but Deadpool as a character would probably work better in his own film see I think they should just leave they should have left the X-Men series alone they make they're going it? back to the start with the, the next one first class why? Going they're back to the origins of the X Men, and I, um, I couldn't give a yeah. shit.
2: I'll be totally honest. I could not give a damn. It was like X Men Three was awful.
0: They are, they, essentially, I mean, they're doing a reboot. I think they might, might,
2: Oh, of course. I
0: don't know if they will, but they might try and tie it into the the current continuity, like they've got going with Iron Man and Thor and all of that. So I don't know. I don't see why though, because I mean they're trying to do it like the comic books. Oh. It's all one universe there, and everyone has crossovers. It's not really, yeah. is it? They're just going, yeah.
2: oh, we can get more material like
0: this. Money, 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 money. That's it's totally possible. It I mean, that's, that's obviously always going to be uh, a
2: factor. I mean, they didn't need Wolverine, to be honest. I mean, you just you saw it, and it really didn't look like they tried with it at all. They just sort of... Oh, the CG as well. The CG, oh, the CG was hideous, so, wasn't it? It was just absolutely... Te- sorry. That's blinding
1: <laughs> car, sorry. I'm, a, I'm driving a car. mm which I'm not, not, because you can see the blue screen outline on the woman's head.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, oh dear! I, like, uh, to say it had a
2: big budget would be a lie. Yeah, it didn't. It was like, mind you, some of the CGI in in X Men Two, it was a bit iffy. But yeah. yeah, that was a few years ago. Yeah, that, they had an excuse, but they, they had no excuses for that. The, the, I, I, <laughs> when the film started, I sat there and I went, bet the best thing about this film is going to be Harry Gregson Williams. The film finished. Bugger me! I was right. Yeah. He was the only good thing about it. The rest of the film was just the story was just didn't feel like they'd even watched the Silly. films before it. Yeah, it was just a pointless prequel. Yeah, and they're making more I, pointless I, prequels. I, than I like
0: it. gets on my tits. I like it to a degree. Just I don't really like it from a story perspective. I, I think the same could be said about the next film that we'll talk about, which is part of the next section of the the show. But mm. if they cram too much into a film, I'm I'm not really too interested. Mm. At the same time, if they um, if they don't treat the source material with respect and they just don't put together a good script and deliver a good script, then again, I'll, I have no interest. Yeah. No.
1: I in tell you another thing that made me laugh about uh, Wolverine is um it set starts what the eighteen sixties or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <Stupid>. <laughs> that that's when the that's when his origin story yeah. begins in the comics. Yeah, that's fine. He, I mean, he's no, that's, he's that's long lived. Not, that's
1: not my issue. Yeah. My issue is then he then grows up in like. Fifteen years or whatever. Yeah. Does like the American Civil War. Yeah. And then he stays Hugh Jackman's age for about seventy well, again, years. Again, he, he
0: does in the comics. Oh, okay. Once he reaches maturity, he stays the same. Fair enough. Okay. And I, so, <laughs> I also found it. Quite, I, I can see if you haven't read the comics, I can yeah, see where you're coming from. Yeah. It just,
1: it just made me laugh. I was like, oh, he's yeah. like 250 years old, but he's yeah. like the same age.
0: I think that's the, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the problem I find with the. Uh, these comic book adaptations as well, is that they don't explain that sort of thing to, to Joe public. No. So like, if you've never read the comics before, and let's face it, a lot of people that go and see the film won't have read the comics. I haven't read the comics. Exactly. I mean, it's, if they don't explain it to you in the film, then you're not going to know any different, are you? Whereas me, I went in, and I knew full well where they were coming from with it because yeah. I've, I've read the source material. So another thing that made me laugh as
2: well was that the person who, we ki- who was shot at the beginning, spoilers um, it's a few years old now you don't have, to really uh, have spoilers, I don't think anyone's really probably watched it either so it will not really matter <laughs> don't watch it, if you, if, you, if you enjoyed X-Men 1 and 2 then just don't bother with 3 or this one um, and <laughs> the person who was supposedly his father who was played by Hugh Jackman isn't his father and the one who looks nothing like him was actually his dad so surely they shouldn't they have recast that so the one who was supposed
1: to be his dad was Hugh
0: Jatland Hugh Jackman didn't play his the yeah Hugh dad. Jackman didn't play his dad
1: he just looked like him a little bit yeah oh. the whole
0: point did you miss the subplot that I lost that interest at the beginning the the, <laughs> the, the the posh chap who was supposed to be Wolverine's dad he wasn't his actual dad because if you have a look at the chap who uh, played um, like the woodcutter guy I don't know who, who he is who got the, mm. the other chap yeah mm. he was actually Wolverine's dad because he Either rapes Wolverine's mom or they have an affair. As you do. Which is why he ends up being how he is, oh. and that's how he's actually brothers with um, Sabretooth. Ah,
1: who was in the first X Men film? Yeah, <laughs> he also,
0: looks completely different. Who, who he also has yeah, a lot more hair. He looked a lot like Gary
2: Barlow in this film as yeah, well. I thought. Yeah. Oh, I was just waiting for it's, it's break like, to take that number. I mean, in
0: the comic books, he looks. He's got like a big mane of hair and everything. It's like leif uh, Leif oh, when. Yeah. Um, when no, I'm not having that. Yeah. And Will I Am was in it, which was a bit.
2: He he wasn't too bad. I, I he was think. all right, but it was sort of like he went. Oh, Fergie did a film not so long back. I want to do one, but he he acted. Yeah, Fergie just bent over, and sung. All in all, it's just a bit crap in general I didn't like it at all I, thought it was a terrible I think
0: they'll film. do better with the, the proposed sequel I think Darren Aronofsky is in charge in the director's seat at the moment so fingers crossed yeah. it'll I turn mean, out alright
2: from the looks of things it's like they've planned three future X-Men films Origins Wolverine 2 yep. Origins
0: Magneto which is probably no Magneto's not happening there oh isn't it? nope have oh, they cancelled it? Oh, yep. I'll tell
2: that back then and then they got this first class thing yeah, why didn't they they, just they got rid of
0: Magneto to to go into first class. First class, the Magneto thing is in first class. Uh,
2: why didn't they just stop at the bloated the last
0: stand? Uh, which really? is what Marvel does. They reboot. Oh, they don't need to. That's what they did with Incredible Hulk. That's Iron what they're Man doing and all with Spider Man. Yeah, but well, I don't know. It just,
2: it was just didn't. It looked crap in the trailer. It was even crap when I actually watched it. It was just generally a very bad film. Okay.
1: Uh, Mister, what Did you? It wasn't brilliant. It was alright, yeah I've seen worse. Yeah, I've it's seen not worse. difficult, it's is seen it? Seen a lot worse. Given the, amount,
0: the type of films we watch. The amount of Uber <laughs> Bowl films we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> you just had the last word again. Oh, someone else, if finish it, please. <laughs> someone else say I something. It's too it's late got no, too, late. Oh. too late. new films. Okay, next up is latest cinema and DVD now. Ant hasn't seen Saw 7 yet. Or Saw 3D as it's been built. I'm working as. on it, I'm working yeah, on it. That, so that'll be the next one, we'll do a Saw special, I and mean, you'll have to lend me the uh, the films at some point as well, because I've only seen the first one. I'll have to try and get them back off my sister's, mate, no because she's no having rush. a massive session and watching all no six rush. of them. So, uh, the only one we're going to talk about this week, in brief, is Iron Man 2, which has just come out on Blu-ray and DVD, and I picked up, uh, I believe you have as well, Mr. have, the triple play edition, yep. with the DVD, Blu-ray, and the digital copy, Yep. Now I haven't watched my copy of the Blu-ray yet, so I can't really comment on that. Um, you did say something about the fact that the the CG is rather noticeable it, yeah. in, in Blu-ray format.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's the bit with the um, the racing around Monaco. It's, um, uh, and um know, Ivan, Ivan Romanov, is it? No. Uh, oh, yeah. What oh, the, whatever his the name the is, Whiplash, Mickey Rock. Whip man. Whip man. Yeah, like, I think he's called
0: Whiplash. Yeah. Mickey Get away Rourke. with that, Mickey Rock. Um, Call them by their actor names. It's probably a lot easier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's what I do.
1: Um, it comes on and he's got these big whips. Uh, Lovely and, whips. Yeah. And he breaks these cars, but the cars are very obvious CG. Um, well they look obvious CG. I might be wrong. It could just be some clever green screening, but. They
2: probably are CG. Yeah. yeah.
1: And there are other bits as well that you can go not, uh, not yeah. even Iron Man
0: perfect yet Yeah. No. I mean I, I I liked the film but I think it was slightly bloated and they are trying to cram too much in mm. it didn't really f- I, I've read this elsewhere as well but to me it didn't feel like an Iron Man film it felt like a, a build up to the Avengers movie and we've still got two years until that comes out as yeah. well so it's, it's like do please do uh, an actual a sequel an actual sequel uh, I mean because Iron Man the, the original film sort of built up quite nicely to you know built built the character mm-hmm. ended on, on quite a high point and then the, the second film it has its moments I mean Mickey Rock is fantastic um, Sam Rockwell again brilliant like he he was really yeah. good in that I mean I I've actually realised he's been in a lot of films and I quite liked him in all of them and yeah. I didn't realise it was him at the time like Galaxy Quest and um
2: Who's
0: um? Uh, he's the arms dealer. Who's uh, the lead actor um, in Moon? Moon. Who's the really he was the actor in Moon? Yeah, I've never seen and that. Moon. Moon is genius. It's Moon's fantastic. Really good, is it? Really good. I bought I bought that based on reviews alone. No. Yeah. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, and obviously, Robert Danny Jr. Fantastic. Uh, I I can't actually fault the actors themselves, but I, I just and the, the filmmaking as well. It looks, you know, it's been done. John Favreau knows what he's doing. He knows how to Did make a film. Samuel L. Jackson? Oh,
2: Samuel Jackson's right yeah.
0: I can't um, believe yeah. Scarlet, it. Yeah. Scarlett, <laughs> have you seen them?
1: No, she hasn't done anything. She won't really.
0: Oh. You're letting the side down again. Selfish
1: I'm cow. not letting them down. She's she's letting she's letting <laughs> us down by not letting them out.
2: <laughs> she's <laughs> keeping them under lock and key. Yeah, um,
0: Selfish woman.
1: Scarlett, just get them out. Playboy. Yeah.
0: Mr Hassan would only like to see one of them. God, I'll take it. That a will do. I'll <laughs> <take a nipple. laughs> Bit of side boob.
1: But do. yeah. Um yeah, and then the, I think the payoff at the end with Yeah, the, the, the last the boss th- fight was like rah! Oh, it's finished. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: After all of that it did <laughs> need a better payoff. I, really? I think they the the two robots fight you know, the two like mech robots fighting to the end, uh was done to death in the first one to be honest mm. and then they did it again but with more droids and these are the droids we're looking for.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I always thought it. I, I, to be honest I watched it and I rated it just a teeny
0: tiny little bit under the first one. I really enjoyed it. I'm
1: not was saying I, I didn't enjoy it. Oh, it. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's a little things.
0: bit blotty. If they, they paired the script down a little bit and made it a bit more focused I think it would have been fantastic but I think um, it's studio interruption and having Having to rely too much on the fact that it was building up to um, the Avengers, to the Avengers movie,
2: and as well the amount of people when I saw it in the cinema that left
0: before the end it was like,
2: have you not seen the first one? Do you not remember there was stuff after the credits in the first? You don't thing? have
0: to stay for the credits. You can just but go home. You can watch it on YouTube afterwards. Yeah,
2: but I like staying for the credits because I'm the sort of sad person who does all the. Uh. Time. Plus, I because well half the time cause I listen to scores as well. So most of the time, the score was played in the end, and I quite like listening Very to quick. it. Especially if I haven't got it, because then I can listen to it before I buy it. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I mean, I. As I say, I bought it. I mean, it's it's not as if. I don't like it because if I didn't like it, obviously I wouldn't have bought it. Yeah. But if uh, if, it, if it said tweaked it a little bit, then I I think it would have been a five star film as opposed to three and a half to four.
1: Yeah, i I've got to ask as well. Um did he solve his Palladium poisoning?
0: I think so. Right. Yeah.
1: Because that wasn't made 100%. No. There's,
0: there's too much going on. There's so too it, many it, disparate yeah, story elements. They're trying to turn it into a Dark Knight. And yeah. I but think... Sonia
1: gave him that stuff. Yeah. Which he injected. and in
0: That was all sorted. But I mean, that as a plot point, and the, the whole revenge plot point, I can see where that's coming from. But then trying to cram in the, uh, the, 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 the Cody Rhodes... Bust up, you know, with with him becoming the war machine and having the 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 other suit, and trying to cram that. in. know, if, if they'd have just lost that plot point, I and think left it for the next one maybe. Yeah, if they'd have taken that out and actually turned that little feud into the plot of the third film, mm. then this one may not have felt quite so crowded.
1: Yeah, possibly.
0: I'd imagine they'll probably will make a third one. Yeah. Because this one did rather well, and I I'm, I'm actually—it I'm depends, really. I d- it depends where they fit it in with the Avengers schedule. This is true because they did say they were going to do the Avengers after they'd done Iron Man. They well, Iron two Man two. Sorry. They've got uh, the Captain America film and Thor.
2: Yes, of course they have. Yeah, that's they, they come out in the next then, two years.
0: Yeah, both next year actually. Is Thor just side Is yep. Thor from space? Um, I don't. It depends what story they go with. I think he is he's, the he's the fact actually it the Norse like it
1: was a crater. Yeah he's the, the it's obviously he's yeah. the Norse
0: god of thunder. Yeah. So uh, in the comics he is actually from um, Asgard. Right,
2: Which okay, I I okay. is like a
0: separate plane of existence and Earth is Midgard and blah 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 and they actually heavily use Norse mythology but yeah. from the trailer I've seen or the screenshots already I, I saw an Empire it, it looked like he was coming from space. I think. but yeah it depends what storyline they go with in the films. If if uh, Asgard is a bit too silly for uh, for, f- for films, then uh, they may go for the Space Origin. But we'll see. We'll see.
1: That's what I prefer! The what
0: I Right, okay, next up is Rant of the Week Bad Adaptations. Anyone want to chip in on that one to start us off? For uh, me, a bad ad- adaptation would be Jonah Hex. Yeah. Just to get started. For me, it would probably be.
2: Blood Rain maybe oh,
0: just any Uwe Boll, any Uwe ball film
2: Uwe based on the game that I've played and quite enjoyed namely Alone in the Dark House of the Dead Blood Rain
0: just any Uwe Boll thing yeah anyway. <laughs> but yeah bad adaptations they really want milk because they don't actually have any respect for the source material and that—that that, I think that is the key problem that either they, they don't understand the source material or they decide to, that it's not good enough and we'll scrap and, and just rework it just because they can, I don't like that sort of filmmaking. it seems a bit arbitrary and mm. if it works in the
2: first place then why change it? Yeah, That's what apparently they did with Alone in the Dark because they had a script originally that was like really close to the first game mm. but Bowl dropped it for the idea of car chases and whatever yeah. and they rewrote it and the monstrosity that was the film that currently exists was born which was dire. hideous yeah not as bad as its sequel though which i actually say was worse than balls version yeah it
0: was yeah awful um,
1: one one adaptation i don't like and i think a lot of people actually do is War of the Worlds
0: which one the oh, still uh, it was well made I didn't and well and, made, and the bit yeah. with um, with the the mental chap that was sort of like was alright. That was sort of like taking the original.
2: But it, but it was like yeah. he
1: was like four
2: characters
0: in
1: one. And in... Yeah. I, I suppose he was actually one of. Uh, Dakota Fanning. Ogilvy. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The artilleryman. Yeah. And um, the priest.
2: Oh yeah, he was actually. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like. Be on your way. <laughs> I, be on your way. I like. I like the special effects and I like certain elements of the story well, I am, the, the, the whole the mm. whole daft bit with... Um, I don't
1: like the fact that they're underground already. already yeah.
2: Now no, they didn't explain where the, how they got there did they? They just no. sort of said they're there. Okay it's all well and good doing it from a, but how, a civilian how, how, perspective. how would they have not noticed? Them?
0: Yeah. Why not just do a true interpretation of... The original book. Someone uh, did, and it came out. The yeah, same but that, year they did it low budget. Them, and it was really yeah. That's what I'm saying. Really they did low shit. budget. Yeah. Like,
1: people were people probably look it and go, "Oh, it's a period drama. I'm not going to go and watch that."
0: Well, yeah, but they're they're mm. They're scum.
2: Scum indeed. It's like stop appealing to the younger generation. If they don't like it, fucking. That's what I, I say. get
1: Tom Cruise involved. No,
2: although I have to say Dakota Fanning for her age is a fucking brilliant actor in it. There was no denying that she was fantastic in that she was about twelve, I think, when they did it. Something like. That. Mm. Although she did do an awful lot of screaming, which was like, so, ah. Uh, funny, a lot of people came off of the set with tinnitus. Well, my filming
0: of scene with her. My my problem with the War of the Worlds with uh, the Steven Spielberg War of the Worlds as well. The whole sequence where uh, Tom Cruise's son goes, Dad, I have to go, and he goes over the hill and everything blows up. Oh, it's yeah. like. What
2: although i did yeah. like the fact they didn't show you the battle over the hill yeah I, know, the I, I liked
0: that but just the whole the whole sequence the rest is, of it was yeah. just seeing you know you've got all, all that effort to keep him safe and then for no reason at all he just wants to run off yeah. just because it suits the story and it all, gets him out of this bit with the, the guy though, the, he, under the bunker. He,
2: he was saying earlier in the film he wanted to go as well and fight with them but he only that was the only two times he ever mentioned it never
0: mentioned touched upon it again after that yeah, it just wasn't particularly well done I don't mm-hmm. think and then well, I, I want to run off because no, you're, yeah. you're, you haven't been a father to me
2: although well, there were bits in it that were like oh that's from, from the book like the uh, the fairies. That yeah was essentially that was the thunder child I, I think it, it,
0: it merged some good bits from the 53 film and dropped my pen bombs away uh, good bits from the, the 53 film And some good bits from the original book and then threw in some original stuff as well. Which didn't work quite. Which out didn't well. work quite so well. I mean, yeah. the one thing I did like was the cameo of the actors from the original film right at the end, playing the grandparents. Oh right.
1: Okay. Was that who they were? <laughs> yeah, they were I the they know were the that. couple
0: from the fifty three film. <laughs> oh well, there you go. So. Um, That's something
1: new, yeah. Yeah, I think if they're gonna, if they were to I don't know, just, as you say, do a, a faithful adaptation. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it
0: doesn't have to be strictly faithful. I mean, the Iron Man film wasn't strictly faithful, but it's true to the, uh, the the style of the original character. Mm. So, if. If you can't stay faithful to the original story, stay faithful to the characters in that story, and do it that way because that that again will work. If you do, you know, slightly new take on a character, mm. and that will be that will work just as well.
2: Another but, adaptation I think is awful. I haven't seen it, but just.
0: Just the thought of
2: it makes yeah, you quiver. journey the to limp. the centre of the earth. Because I love the original book. Although I haven't read it. I've heard it on tape. Yeah. Which is essentially the same thing. Yes. But it was never a young... Well, it was a young man, but he never went down with two kids. He had a, his <laughs> uncle. <laughs> <He never> <laughs> went, <laughs> watch what, he said, what you he say. He never
1: went down with two it, kids, it, it, as well as he never went down on two it, kids. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he never went down to the centre of the earth with his two children. Euphemism. Yes. <laughs> he, he went down with a guide. And his granddad, Mm. and and it was hell from what I read. And there wasn't massive dinosaurs in it. They went out on an underground sea that they found, and they had like sea monsters attacking each other, not them, each other. Each other. And they just got caught up in the middle of it and eventually escaped from it. But it was like they just younger generation again. That's what really. Gets on yeah. my norks.
0: It's aimed at kids though, and yeah. it
2: was in it was in three D. Oh, of course I it don't was. Give a damn! It's like whenever they a newer adaptation or something comes out, it has to be done for the younger generation, and it gets shat upon. I yeah. don't give a damn whether the younger generation like or not. Screw them. They need to like be educated, and like not 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 not
0: appeal to their needs. Just make a film that everyone can enjoy. Yeah. Just because it doesn't like well, I don't. I've never understood the the movie executives' uh, obsession with the fact that if you're making a kids' film, you've got to have other kids in the film for the the audience to relate oh, to. I know. It's just you don't need to have relatable characters. Not every film. I mean, I love the thing, but I don't relate to any of the characters in it. No, ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I don't empathize with any of them because they—they're mm. all they all have their faults.
2: Yeah, mm. and another bad adaptation. I never thought I'd ever hear myself say it but it was by Mr Burton and that was of Planet of the Apes if that can be classed as an adaptation it is it's, it's a remake that film was just like I spent the whole film going oh he's obviously not a god when he made this then no. and obviously and apparently it says a lot when he says that he was editing it while they were filming it on set, uh, which says a lot, really. Because, yeah. like in people's lunch breaks, he'd be going off with the editor and editing it in a little tent somewhere. Like, uh, oh, that's not good. And they rushed it so badly that apparently he watched it back and he, he, he said he was very tempted to walk out of his own film premiere. It was that bad. <laughs> he was like, I can see why. It just wasn't burden no. Nothing about it was burden It was just crap.
1: I was like, oh, sh- gonna- I right be controversial? Aren't I? Oh, Sorry,
2: go on. No, oh, I, <laughs> I was done.
1: No, uh, the uh, new Alice in Wonderland, Tim Burton film. Nah, uh, didn't, didn't work for didn't, me. Didn't like it.
2: I liked it.
0: Converted 3D. I, yeah, well, apart, apart from apart the converted
1: 3D, convert the story was just... Meh. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. really care. It,
0: is, it. Is, it, is it a reimagining of the Alice in Wonderland story? Because basically it's it's what she did before, but she's doing it again, but older. Yeah. I really I the point. it. I loved it, I did. Yeah. What, what, uh, uh, and it had a really suffice, good sound. Suffice to say, I won't be uh, buying that one.
2: I already have. <laughs> I've already done it. But that's because I'm a Tim Burton hussy. Mm. So <laughs> I, I, I I, love it. Apart from Planet of the Apes, which was dire. That's the only Tim Burton film. Although I might buy it just to say I have all of them. Although I think we have got it in video somewhere. Lurking. It stands a good chance. In the cupboards. <laughs>
0: of my mind <laughs> yes collecting oh, you've done it again
2: Drop it Drop throwing
0: pens all over the shop yes
2: squadron 40. die
0: next up guilty pleasures uh, I've never seen this film so I can't really talk about it but the film in question that we're going to discuss is dude where's my car take it away Mr. Hassan yeah
1: it's a few years old now obviously um,
0: how is it a guilty pleasure
1: because a lot of people critics hate it but it's one of those that you can just stick on
0: With the wall in a sour mood
1: you can stick on the wall if you want with,
0: with bubble gum yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or print um, stick
1: or even blue tack oh. and if you're sometimes feeling a bit daring white tack, <laughs> white
0: tack. what about ooh hoo sticky
1: stuff I don't like that stuff ooh hoo yeah, oohu, u h u, French. Uh-huh. Company, I think. Yeah, no. they're
0: they're the ones with yellow, colour yeah. scheme. Oh, I oh, always yeah, stick with the original Prit. Yes. Yeah. But
1: anyway, um. Yeah. It's the story is nonsensical, the acting isn't great, but then. Is it Ashton Kutcher? Ashton Kutcher and Sean Williams Scott.
0: Ah, uh, saying no more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I think they're riding high on the. Uh, teen movies of the era like American Pie yeah road trip um, nonsensical plot as I said uh, quotable though some quite good lines I think that, that,
0: that's the key I mean we, we sort of mentioned this in cult classic uh, if a film's going to be either a cult classic or a guilty pleasure it has to be quotable
1: yeah mm. there's lots of quotes in it that you can get along with and top ten and like Jeff the, the not quite all there cult member yeah uh, the gay Nordic alien dudes. The scene with the Chinese takeaway is quite funny when they're in the drive through and, and then
2: See, it says a lot when i when I know that quote and I've never even seen the there whole film. Go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's made his way into popular culture. Yeah. And, um and yeah, it just goes a bit silly at the end but What you gonna what do? do. It's yeah. it's one of those that you can just pop on and Switch your brain off a bit of your life yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, plus there's some quite nice women in it as well
0: oh that's always a perk
1: I mean uh, I I'm, think it's got Christy Swanson who was a she was the original Buffy, Buffy. Yeah. yeah really yeah yes. mm. in
0: the original film and, uh, oh well tanked. I've never seen it I've heard it's terrible so I've never watched it's it. it it's alright <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah I mean if you
0: it's certainly not Uwe Boll <laughs> uh, territory I was all more partial to uh, Sarah Michelle Gale.
1: Yeah. myself so yeah it's just one of those that you can watch and have a laugh to i mean it's not brilliant it's not terrible
0: so It's it's the middle of the road yeah it's hmm. it's
1: by my very definition of a guilty pleasure
2: mm. fair enough I mean, i've only seen a little bit of it because when we we're on the way back from Edinburgh to one year i had my earphones on and i didn't know that no one told me they put it on otherwise i'd have watched it and i came in with the ostriches we in the garden then I thought there was no point me watching this now cause you I'm should no have carried missed... on
1: watching it because uh, Brent Spiner has a cameo <laughs> uh, As oh, a Mr Data <laughs> Yeah. well yeah. Oh, no
2: I think I did see that bit actually and then I sort of went I don't understand what's going on so I just put my earphones yeah. back in again
1: but yeah he's uh, one of the highlights of the film I think he just did it probably because he was bored but uh, thought it would be a good idea <laughs> yeah, but it works it's quite funny so yeah worth watching
2: Rhodes? Where we're going, we don't need
0: roads. So, next up is the main feature, and we ask when is a sequel a sequel too far? In my opinion, horror movies are the very worst nadir of this. (laughs) Let's take um, four big franchises. Saw is the most obvious one. I can't speak for Saw's two through seven because I haven't seen any of them past the first film. But apart from five,
1: one to three as a trilogy would have worked. As yeah. A, yeah. Some think, but, but to
0: keep pushing it.
1: You see, it's I was a bit worried th- though. Especially g- given every year on giv-
0: giv- the given the given that uh the jigsaw killer, did he die in two or three? Three, three. three. So I think they should have left it there. Yeah. yeah. As soon as he's dead, I mean to to spin it out by another four films seems a bit
2: uh, I dunno, I d when went I was a bit worried though, when they said they were doing four I thought, Oh, okay. But when they said they were changing the writers and it wasn't going to be the same people who'd written the first three, I thought, oh, bloody hell, here we go. And it was actually, I still thoroughly enjoyed them. Before, yeah. Because that was the only one so far that's yet to change this week that I've seen in the cinema. And uh, it was one of the one with the startup for the full blown autopsy, yeah. I've just I put my minstrels back in my bag, I think.
1: Well,
0: I, um, I mean, I think it's the law of diminishing returns as well, because the more you, you spread a concept out, the the less you're going to get from each subsequent entry in the series. I mean, people clamour for more. And that's why horror movies tend to go overboard in doing sequel after sequel after sequel mm-hmm. because horror movie fans don't know when to say no. Yeah. Although apparently <laughs> according to what I've
2: read about the new one,
0: Myself Jigsaw, included.
2: Jigsaw is hardly in it. Apparently, surprising he's been in like yeah. four through six a lot more than he was in the first three and now he's hardly in the last one apparently. Which a lot of people have criticised but Yeah, well apart from that I've heard it remains to be seen yeah. literally I'm I'm dying to see it because apparently the ending's really clever <laughs>
0: if it's as clever as the script for the first Saw film I condensed don't. into 10 minutes yeah. <laughs> then then I will say yes that's yeah. clever otherwise I have no interest because the first Saw film was genius I thought
2: yeah it yeah. was very good especially the ending
0: yeah but it's like other
2: franchise like
0: Jason that's just I've well, never that, that's the Friday the 13th yeah. series. I mean, they, they've they extended that. I think it's 13 or 14 films.
2: There's only, there's only 10.
0: There's Jason X, but I'm sure they've gone past Jason X. Jason X was the sci-fi one.
2: I know that, yeah, it was awful.
0: I know they did um, Jason... <laughs> they put him 300 years in the yeah, future. Yeah,
2: oh, it was awful. It was so bad.
0: I think mean, they did Freddy
2: vs. Jason, but apart Yeah, from Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, no, they is... did a
0: remake, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, so they
2: have gone past that. My bad, I've got that one.
1: Yeah, Rob Zombie's got on board with it, hasn't he? Has he done it in 1930? I know
2: he did Halloween. He did Halloween and Halloween, Halloween
0: 2. Yeah. Yeah. The remakes of them. I mean, Halloween went on for about eight films. Yeah. That was uh, quite quite Nightmare long. on Elm Street, they made um, six main series films. Uh, again, got worse with each one. Although the first film was actually quite laughable with his very long arms. <laughs> <laughs> scraping the sides, that just looked ridiculous. And then looking like he'd... Soiled himself. <laughs> at one point. That was quite funny. And then they they sort of gave him catchphrases and stuff. And then six films on it. So sort of, but they did three D in Nightmare on Elm Street six. Stupid. No point at all. And then Nightmare on Elm Street seven was uh, a new nightmare, which was actually Wes Craven came back to it. Um, and He actually yeah. did it as if the the actors from the original film were being haunted by the real Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I, think I
1: saw the start of that. I it was like. That doesn't make any sense. It it,
0: it, uh, it works, surprisingly it enough. enough um, compared to like the, the four films that came before it, it was actually quite good. And then didn't they do about four after that one? No, no, that was the last one. They rebooted it. Yeah, they they rebooted it. They've recently rebooted it, and they did Freddy vs. Jason. Apparently the new one wasn't it's very good. not very good. good no. Apparently it's awful. It's Although a it car have... crash of a film. Although
2: it does have Rorschach in it, which was...
0: Yeah, apparently he's the best thing in it, but... <laughs> not... <Yeah. laughs> that says a lot, really, doesn't it? Hey, ho. Never mind so I, I i don't really get why I, mean, I i've just been reading an article actually because back to the future the back to the future of the trilogy has just come out on blu-ray or it's just about to come out It's out. It uh, out, out. Right. <laughs> so so that's just come out and the, the, the interview i was reading was they they did uh, the studio did ask about doing a part four but the the writer and the director basically just said no that you know, that's it if we, if we push it any further then um, it's it silly
2: although the game that's coming out is apparently based after number three.
0: Well that that's different though. That's a game. That's, yeah, that's they can not... get away with it then. Yeah, it's it's um and they've still got Christopher Lloyd to come back. Yeah. I don't oh! know. I don't know though if they've got They haven't got Michael J. Fox. Yeah, no. But
1: don't they not to do any voice acting these no. days. They
0: have got a sound alike. And apparently he is the, the spitting sound alike that's of right. Michael J. Fox as Marty McFly. That's good then. So, you, you, if, if you close your eyes or just play the game, <laughs> you wouldn't tell the difference, apparently. He's that good. Oh, that's right. So, but we'll, we'll see when the game comes out. And
2: sometimes you can always say, when is a sequel a sequel too far? When the film before it, namely number one, didn't need a number two or a number three in the first place, yeah. namely Pirates of the Caribbean. And The yeah. Matrix. Yeah. Neither of them needed sequels.
0: The first film of each of or well, What you could have done, I wouldn't have minded a sequel to Pirates of the Caribbean if they hadn't retained the Kira Knightley Orlando Bloom. Yeah, so like like Orlando so Bloom, that was just ridiculous. A bad
1: they did, yeah. So so
2: was, so was Kira Knightley, essentially. Yeah, but
1: they needed
2: eye candy. Yeah, they yeah. do need eye candy somewhere. Although she's not in the next one. Mm.
1: No, which is good. No, they should have
2: done that in the first place. Although they have got Penelope Cruz, which makes And it a they've lot. got
0: Ian and pra- awesome. apparently
2: I've found out they got love joy
0: fantastic i I've found out i do some art detecting <laughs> <Yeah. probably. laughs> or, or swearing indiscriminately yeah. and running a bar dead <laughs> <laughs> nope feel anything <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> apparently they um, it was quite clever Penelope Cruz was very heavily pregnant when they were filming and any long shots where you see a whole body is like an exact body double and any close ups they just hid the bump yeah. and filmed her up close the, like, oh, the mystery good. of film and essentially a stunt double not doing a lot of stunts I would imagine yeah but I, I, I don't know it Just they <clears> didn't <throat> need sequels at all I mean even the writers went yeah we didn't write this for a sequel and they str- they were writing it as they were filming it just yeah. says a lot but, um, I well, think that
0: mean? says a lot about myself yeah. if you edit while you're filming <laughs> or you write it while you're filming it's just not bad, bad. yeah I mean number two each stage should be separate yeah writing drafting Filming editing, editing release editing Simple. pickups yeah final editing release yeah soundtrack yeah <laughs> not all at the same time you know it was just... Do, just do the soundtrack after release that <laughs> <laughs> no, doesn't work no. release the film without music yeah just pretty, I, again um, to, to other franchises I, if you um, I'm just having a look at my DVDs the lethal weapon films I don't think any of them were a sequel too far no. even even four. When even Mel Gibson by that point is too old <laughs> uh, but I mean each story sort of picks up and it sort of carried along with the characters and it didn't feel as though they're pushing it too far if they did a Lethal Weapon 5 at I this stage that would I think that'd be a bit too, too, too much yeah. mm. but again it, the, the key to the Lethal Weapon films is they had the same actors the same director for every installment and they kept that continuity going mm. so I think from that perspective that works Other films that I have subsequent sequels to, RoboCop 1, very good. RoboCop 2, typical sequel. RoboCop 3,
1: Jetpack. (laughs) Awful. (laughs) (laughs) PG-13.
0: Again, the Jaws films, Jaws 1, Genius. Jaws 2, typical sequel. Jaws 3, Dennis Quaid in 3D. Mm. Jaws Jaws 4. Yeah, Let's just not it. even go there. No. <laughs> even Michael Caine hasn't seen it. <laughs> but he He's... built a lovely house with the money. Yeah, so, most likely. I, I think that's my one story that I keep coming back to time and time again. <laughs>
1: just
0: Michael Caine that hasn't seen it, but he built a lovely house.
1: <laughs>
0: but it's it's one of those things where you've got to decide, from a creative standpoint, Do is it necessary to actually pad the story out? I mean, if you're like Paul W.S. Anderson
2: and you can't end a film and you leave it open for another one, sometimes it's good to leave the film wide open, though, I suppose. Yeah, and not have, yeah. Like Inception. Yeah. That doesn't, that, if they have
0: ever. I
1: don't, I, Christopher Nolan would probably he, just say no. He's to a sensible that. director, he won't do it.
0: No. But it's like. If, Talking if, if, on, on a similar note, Batman 3 won't be in 3D. No? no, he
2: hates 3D, I've read, yeah. which is a good man. And have so, you heard what it's called? The uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah pretty awful name never mind
0: no Riddler either but we'll discuss that closer to the time that's another day yeah
2: but it's I don't know just if it's left open sometimes having a sequel adds to it but films like The Thing and well, the, the with the thing, they're them.
0: doing a prequel to it, so I, I don't mind that so much. Yeah, don't. And it looks really good from what I've yeah, seen. Yeah,
2: so. it's like films that leave themselves open and have you going, Oh, I wonder what this, that, or the other yeah, is. Yeah, you don't and
0: need. Uh, as long as they
2: don't tell if, you. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, John Carpenter even said he doesn't know who was the yeah. thing at the end, or if either of them were the thing. He, even he said he had no idea, but he, he may be. Could it. be either, could be both, could be neither. Yeah, he doesn't know. But it's like. Films. E- either,
0: are, neither, both.
2: Yeah. I mean, films just. Some t- it's just gets on my tits when films have sequels and they really, really, really don't need them. Like most Disney films,
0: when they come back
2: and go, oh, straight to straight
0: to DVD. Yeah, that was a Cinderella trilogy for Christ's sake. One exception to that rule. uh, Bambi two. No, Aladdin trilogy.
2: Yes, they were quite good. They were very good. and Bambi uh, 2. Line,
0: Lion King 3, I quite like it. That's um, a different story for another time. I
2: liked number 2, but I didn't like yeah, 3. But I, uh, Bambi but 2 was good. Because, I mean, two, they, they put effort into that. They spent yeah. five years making
0: it. Uh, on a related note, two, uh, we have mentioned this before in a previous podcast, I think. But two series where it wasn't a sequel too far is Rambo and Rocky. Because they, 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 were, they were franchises that originally, I mean, obviously... Uh, Rambo. Rambo 1, very good. Rambo 2, silly 80s action film. Rambo 3, pointless and stupid. Rambo 4, fantastic. I'm not quite sure how that works but it's films that have have you left alone for 20 years and came back to it. Again, Rocky 6 or Rocky Balboa as it is actually known. Fantastic film. I'll be honest, I never liked
2: Rocky 1.
0: Rocky 1 isn't brilliant. Rocky 2 and 3 are are possibly the highlights for me. Rocky 4 is uh, well they did that just because of the Cold War and they could get Dolph Lundgren who was at the, the height of his face. <laughs> and
1: then he killed kill off a black man
0: yeah <laughs> I'll break you and Rocky 5 Rocky 5 was sort of like an attempt <laughs> to make it more gritty and down to earth but then Rocky 6 uh, I, I just thought that was fantastic
2: doesn't he die at the end? no,
0: <laughs> no. it was essentially a remake of the first film but t- 30 years later which I, I thought it was Someone genius. told me he died at the end of it. Someone was lying to you. I yeah. would go round to them and punch them in the face. I don't do Rocky that. style. Yeah, no, I don't do that. It's the so I eye to. of the day So, I th- in some instances, it can be too far. But as I mean, I've just heard that Bill and Ted Three might be on the cards as well. So I mean, from that, it could that could be a sequel too far. But at the same time, if it's the original you got Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves who both said they'll come back and do it the original writers have said they'll do it so that one could be a sequel too far but if they treat it with the right amount of respect then I don't really see much of an issue right. see with sequels
2: too on, far too far too far too far I thought before Terminator film was going to be rubbish and
0: it actually wasn't it was I quite oh, enjoyed. it took
2: liberties with the, the story. Oh it did
0: take a lot of liberties but it was still quite it was and just... Christian Bale, Punch Your Mother with that mouth. <laughs> but it was like it, it was, was better. better that was the film we had the onset rant, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was better it says so a
1: lot really I think yeah they probably just drove a truck of money to his house and he went Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah he stayed <laughs>
2: although he did stay in character when he ranted which is pretty good a lot of actors wouldn't <laughs> do that method yeah but it was like at least it was better than the absolutely truly diabolical Rise of the Machines which was
0: just fantastic that, that was rubbish. a remake of Terminator 2 with yeah. a woman yeah it was instead of uh, Robert Patrick <laughs> <laughs> they should if in fairness they should have just put Robert Patrick back in it yeah yeah. just had him do it as a slightly older <laughs> <laughs> world weary T-1000 yeah because I mean Arnie came back and looked very old
2: that was another thing I quite liked about Terminator Salvation is that they I know it wasn't him but they had they him Harney's life. that was a good you know, which good was good gift, I, I sat yeah.
0: there and got a little bit excited I was like, oh he's Harney my problem with Terminator Salvation was, was generally the, the Sam Worthington character oh. just the, yeah. his presence in the film was... I
1: hate Sam Worthington yeah.
0: the only I film
2: know. I like him in was Clash of the Titans he was alright but his accent kept slipping from American to London copy. apparently
0: he has no fixed abode Really? Well, I, I he he is like uh, Bruce Banner in the Incredible Hulk TV series. <laughs> he goes from movie to movie carrying a rucksack full of books. And you wouldn't like him when he's angry. Uh, you just wouldn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key to it. In general. Yeah. Awful. Next up. Uh, uh, soundtrack for Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe, Chronicles of Narnia and Take It Away. It was very good. It was um, The end oh, no, The End, end. <laughs>
2: Done, was, Done. On. Carry Next on <laughs> yeah. Go on No it was I've noticed from listening to Harry Gregson Williams a lot that he's one of the few composers who can mix orchestral and electrical very well. He knows how to master the electronics almost perfectly. To mix, I mean, Hans Zimmer's quite good at it, even though he pioneered it, but he's just, I think he's lost it a bit over time. He's better at big, bombastic, I am the god of thunder sort of scores. I am the lord of hellfire. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I
2: have lots of percussion yeah. in my cupboard. Go to town. <laughs> lots of percussion <laughs> yeah. in my cupboard. He's just, he opens, just, opens
0: uh, a cupboard, he's got like a little miniature drummer. Yeah. He just sits, like like a, a, <laughs> prog, a prog rock drummer. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting in there, Neil Pert style
2: but um, it was, it, you wouldn't think it. it was like you'd think fantasy <coughs> soundtracks like, I don't know, say like Lord of the Rings you wouldn't expect there to be any electronics in there at all, you'd no. expect it to be just pure orchestra, percussion you know, but in Narnia, he subtly mixed bits of electronics in there, which is what I quite like it wasn't, it wasn't like his Metal Gear Solid scores that were a lot of the time primarily just electronics and you could put them on in a disco and people yeah. would rave away but <clears throat> they were like subtly in there, just to add the extra bits of atmosphere. And it was like, oh, well, that's quite nice. And plus, he knows how to work. He's full or- he's pretty much Hans Zimmer, but a bit more complex. Right. Because he trained him, but he's like he uses the orchestra to its full, which is why I I like him an awful lot. It's like, like even the choir, bleh, choral bits. Sorry, when they want to be ethereal, they've like really yeah ethereal, and they just work they just bring the Narnia world to life which is quite good
0: son of a good composer
2: yes and uh, he just it's just brilliant it's perfect mix of fantasy yep. electronics and orchestra <coughs> to me
0: I mean I, I currently speak from a technical perspective but for me a good soundtrack is one that works on its own and in the film mm. I mean, cause there, there's uh, there's one soundtrack the soundtrack to the Lost Boys mm. in the actual film works spot on listen to it on its own and you want to slit your wrists yeah
2: so um that's the sort of qualm i have a bit with john williams is that his themes are brilliant like his main themes i could listen to on their own yeah but the only incidental so i can only listen to a couple of his incidental cues on their own because they just don't work without the film they sound a bit dull yeah it's like in star wars a lot of the star wars music is like you, you get used to it being blended in with all like the ships flying what have you. but then on its own some of them are just like that sounds really empty and boring mm. you know? and, it's like, and I've got I listened to all six of them not so long back and it was like oh. yeah the well, <laughs> of the face was brilliant I mean there are some really good ones on there but most of them are just like some of the bigger action pieces feel a bit empty right. without all the big sound effects in there but that was what I liked about the Narnia one is that it didn't suffer from that at all. It was like when you had the big battle sequences, you had the big battles it, it mm. felt like it was meant for a battle sequence. But that it did annoy me when I watched the film after listening to the score and they like extended bits. like the one I think the one battle sequence is one long one. But in the film it sort of stops where there's no score for ages and then it comes back in again about mm. ten minutes afterwards. What was the point in that? He, he spent time writing that for that sequence why not use it so just, apart from that though it's still brilliant and there's a woman on it called I think Scott Lisbeth or someone like Lisbeth Scott right. who he works with quite a bit I think she's on the Rise of the um, not Rise the Revenge of the Fallen soundtrack as well she's a very she's got a very odd voice which works quite well as well to bring the fantasy to life
0: it's, it's very, very good very very good indeed what the f and the final section of the show today is WTF? question mark exclamation mark exclamation <laughs> And it's going to be wooden dialogue in the Star Wars movies. Mr Hatton, I believe you're the expert in this area.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> wouldn't say expert. just go to uh, town. Give, give us some
0: examples of wooden dialogue and bits that make us go...
1: Huh? <laughs> Eden Christensen. Just anything. Just him. <laughs> Anything from
0: the. I, I, that's two th- and that's three. not really wooden dialogue, that's wooden acting. Oh, yeah, same thing. I killed them. All of them.
1: Even the women. Yeah. That's bad. Um, I believe the Jedi are evil. <laughs> yes, quite. They, they took you in when they didn't have to. Yeah. Uh, when well, they didn't need to.
0: Dark side.
1: <laughs> um.
0: No. Oh yeah. It's oh,
1: yeah. Because that's awful. <laughs> that's just bad writing. What, that's George Lucas. He <laughs> I, I, you yeah. can't write dialogue. No. He can write
2: good stories, but not very good. Well, he,
0: he he has. We've said this before. He, he's good with concepts. No good with actual writing. Mm-hmm. No. Which is why Empire Strikes Back was so good. Yes. <laughs> he didn't write it. I he
2: even said in an interview the once. Some people believe I can't write scripts. Like right I'm afraid (laughs) they'd be very correct correct. your dialogue aspect you can't write very well I can't think of any other wooden lines Jar Jar Binks anything he said well you can't understand him yeah that's what I
0: mean
2: (laughs) I think the best the person who has the best dialogue is Jabba and he doesn't even talk in English (laughs) (laughs) which is why I think that basically says
0: George Lucas can write alien dialogue (laughs) Yeah. yeah very well one bit that I didn't like was uh, in the Phantom Menace where Liam Neeson or uh, has he just name? in general just Liam Neeson Qui-Gon Jinn Jin explains midi chlorians. Um, oh, we don't want to I mean, know what the force is.
1: We it, I don't know if it's just a measure of the force, but it, that
2: uh, it
1: wasn't. It was superfluous to the whole ethos of the force. Uh, so <clears> it spoiled it. That's wooden, 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 wooden. I think mean, just not really wooden dialogue, just bad, just wooden <laughs> concepts yeah. in Star Wars, <laughs> especially the prequels. Yeah. It's um, scary, actually, how
0: bad certain elements of Star Wars is, and yet it's still made a ton of money.
1: Yeah. Maybe
0: not so much the original trilogy. I think it, yeah. with with the the prequels, he was trading on the goodwill of fans from the original uh, three films, mm. and basically. Destroyed the legacy <laughs> somewhat,
1: yeah,
0: and then sort of realised actually we had to cram all of the backstory because I mean I was expecting a lot more from the prequel films, and they had to cram a lot in into episode three just so it all tied up. Mm. Yeah, that seems a bit silly. She's losing. So that that's wooden script yeah. Yeah. She's losing. She's dying She what's she's
1: what's with, the with her? She's fine she's just lost the will to live
2: as has the audience by that point as yeah. well oh. just... and what really made me laugh as well is that she didn't even think about the names of the babies she just went leia
0: luke luke oh. did you remember your mother well yes but she died when i was very young how yes. can you how <laughs> can you
2: remember what did you see a corpse
0: when you were a george can i ask did you watch or reread read your original <laughs> scripts before you wrote the prequels. I'm, I'm guessing no. You sort of had a general idea yeah. and, went and just made that. it up as you went yeah. along.
1: Awful. Uh, well, I'm not
0: awful. Just if you're going to do something like that, you know, put it together yeah. in a coherent manner at least. Yeah. That's why a lot of prequels don't work these days.
2: Hence, Wolverine. But look,
0: we've and Hayden that. Christensen. Oh. <laughs> just generally
2: being put in at the end as well of the the sixth film was just. Mm. Oh. No. <laughs>
0: And another thing, another bit of wooden dialogue is I, I've got one from episode four. Oh, go on. I thought I recognised your foul stench the moment I came on board. That's
2: Ace though. That's, 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 that's is really a, that good. That's a badass put. Yeah. That's
1: Ace. Just to have those, Darth Vader go. Well, not that bad. There's suit. No, it's um, that it was Tarkin that she could smell. Yeah, Tarkin. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: Peter no, my bad. Yeah. There's um, the first meeting she has with Darth Vader, I think, as well. That's that's bad dialogue. And, and Carrie Fisher has actually said that she uh, she remembers it because she had to sort of relearn it and just went to George Lucas afterwards and said
1: well,
0: uh. <laughs> but I think a lot of the dialogue especially George Lucas's directing style it was say it faster
1: yeah
0: I think
2: a lot of things as well people had problem with was pronouncing the names of like planets and stuff and then they turn on to George Lucas and said pronounce it and he couldn't pronounce it I think I think from what I've read, um, what's um, oh it's gone Han Solo. No Harrison Ford. Corellia. Solo. Eh? No what?
1: Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Yes. what He he he. Character. He's Ford. Characters from Corellia.
2: No, I mean as in he went and had a go at George Lucas because he couldn't pronounce a lot of the names or something, oh, right. right? And he went a bit angry at him. And George Lucas thought, I don't know how to pronounce it. Do you want me to do? I can only write them. I can write them but I can't say it i funny if that was what and he said George
0: long. Lucas that is the problem you can write it but you can't say it no. he doesn't let his actors I've, act that's I, the problem he's got I've always been of the, the opinion that if before you even think about filming a script you need to have the dialogue spoken by people first mm. and if it doesn't work as spoken language then you rework it so it does which he probably did by the sounds of it I don't think George did that which is why <laughs> the dialogue is stilted and wooden in, for the most part Especially prequels again. Mm-hmm. Um, and why there are plot inconsistencies, <laughs> character inconsistencies, and all sorts of minor little problems. But at the same time, I still like the films. Oh, I, films I, I hate the, myself for it as well. The all. films
1: are good. They're just, mm. you know, they could have been so much better. <laughs>
2: yeah. As is often the case. And C-3PO when he first turns up in Phantom Menace.
1: My parts
2: are showing. Oh, God George who told you that was amusing oh that child needed to have been strangled at birth with his own do you know d- what he's d-
1: done since cord. Phantom Menace nothing yeah. <laughs> did the video game for the pod racing on the N64 that's
2: it <laughs> he probably didn't get paid a lot and then disappeared and realised oh, perhaps that's the peak of my acting career
1: you were the chosen one
0: you were supposed to fight against them not, not Wait, join he, them he, he did balance the force yeah Yes. Because the Jedi brought it on themselves. Samuel L. Jackson, you should be ashamed. Although apparently they had to rewrite, because I think he had a wimpy death
2: or something like and they had to rewrite his, his death so he got blown out of a window or Yeah.
0: Like. Samuel L. Jackson can't be taken out like a punk. No, although.
1: Because that was his stipulation.
0: Mm. Uh, he has to did die he, properly.
1: Yeah, he, did, he went to George Lucas after he found out he was going to be off and said, I'm not dying like a, and, uh, a punk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're taking me down.
2: Although he did die off screen in Jurassic Park he came back as a plastic hand Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was that, plastic that was obviously before as well. he
0: had pulling power and when he still had <laughs>
2: hair yeah. Yeah. just about he just sat there smoking like the nubs of cigarettes for the whole yeah. film uh, uh, uh. hold on to your butts that was it but hey ho uh, that is for another day
1: Star Wars prequel dialogue not very good no
2: yeah. Star Wars original trilogy dialogue, good but wouldn't impart.
0: That's a different story altogether, indeed. But they're still genius regardless. Beat them to death with their own shoes. shoes. <laughs> Nasty business. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that pretty much rounds everything up. Thank you for listening if you have been. There are a number of ways you can get in touch with us. You can drop us an email at info at randomstoke.com. That's I N F O at randomstoke.com. You can go on the website and uh, find my Twitter feed, which is at Huge and drop me a message on there, or follow us on there. That's where you get all the, the tweets about new projects, etc, etc. Also, if you go to randomstote.com, you'll find a big list of all of our podcasts. Uh, and also, if you search for Random Stoat on iTunes, you will also find all five of our podcast feeds, with further updates on the way. Uh, anything you guys would like to plug? Hey, uh,
1: Z. Keep us in business. Actually. Yeah shop
0: at his master's voice if you're from the UK.
1: <laughs>
2: if you've seen the really crap 24 min
1: short story, I'm turning
2: it into a 13 part series.
0: Yeah, if you search for 24 minutes or 24 mins, min's on YouTube, is the video up?
2: Yes, watch the and the trailer. Watch the yeah. truly terribly awful it it was just it was truly awful. diabolical. It was diabolical. It was I was I was young and naive when I wrote it and full of plot twists. And it was supposed to be 24 minutes and it turned out to be an 11 and a half
0: because it just didn't like an strict. outrage yeah it was awful
2: a Lot. if you can spot all the continuity I'll give you a lifetime supply of air
0: yeah and you can drop answer message yeah, through that as well there's, there's an awful lot of yeah. continuity in. Yeah. and apparently you look too happy Yesterday, yeah,
2: so I'm like I'm in, enjoying shooting yeah. people far too much. <laughs> <You're laughs> there was a bit, there was a bit where I was trying to look all like, I, I hate you, and and I sort of couldn't help but smirk a little yeah. bit, and it just and it was, stayed in. Yeah, it ruined it. We didn't have time to reshoot it because it was a college project. But this one, I can take make time each with... episode twenty four minutes and take a whole year to do it if I want.
0: Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're, we've got some upcoming projects with Random Stoke. I think the twenty-four minutes one counts as an upcoming project. Omen the, Shadow's music video. Yeah. Some um Omen Shadow are Rich and Ants band. Oh, uh, check them out. Myspace dot com forward slash Omen Shadow. You can download their EP, I believe. From. You can't download. You can listen. You to can it. listen to it. Uh, you can rip it from the uh, the site if you want to. If you're naughty. Yeah. Or
2: if you if we when we get gigs if we get our fingers out and get an ink cartridge you can have it off us for free.
0: Yes. for free So uh, yeah, if you check out randomstoke.com and myspace.com forward slash omen shadow for updates on everything we're doing and let us know uh, by dropping us an email if there's anything you'd like us to talk about or if you have any comments about our shows or anything in particular we'll answer uh, your email as quickly as possible. So thank you for listening if you have been and we will see you next time. Goodbye for now. If you have any suggestions, ideas or comments for the show, send an email to info at randomstoke.com. The movie review show is released roughly every two weeks or whenever we can be bothered to do a new one.